0: This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com Boathouse Studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios B O A T H A U S Studios, house spelt the German way.
1: Attention, HO scale passengers, the dining car is closed. Root beer is still available, but the cost is now six fifty. If the passengers will look to their right, you will see a sad man. That is all. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Hello, everyone. Hi. We're back. And We're back. it's been a minute. For us. Yep. Not really for you. Not for you. It's been
0: a week. <laughs> it's been a week for you guys. I want you to all know that. I am furious at you all. Just for that reason. Wow. All right. <laughs> right out the gate. I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in at 11. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. It's great to be back. <laughs> We're back. Yeah. This is Two Bad Neighbors, your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons one through ten. And others. And yeah, probably and if you are some Patreon subscriber, <laughs> you could get others. Yeah. And Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And Spider-Man. Uh, the, the Spider-Man 3 commentary uh, dropped yesterday. Yeah. And so it's- So like
1: a week ago, if you're listening to this. That's right. Yeah. On
0: February 29th. But now they're all out. Leap year. Yeah. I
1: mean, leap day. Leap day. The fake day. Uh-huh. That doesn't exist. Yeah. That was made up mm-hmm. by the Romans, I and believe. And the Illuminati. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> oh man, I, I do do I have an accent? No, <laughs> no? <laughs> not even close. I feel like I had one for a minute there. Yeah, yeah. I thought like I never, I never picked up on one. I had two. I I had one. I I had like this this weird thought to um, start the podcast with an accent, <laughs> right? Uh, but then <laughs> like I realized, really but, yeah. But then I realized like I talked, we were talking. For the all right, we watch the episode together. Yeah, and it's like you wouldn't have fooled me. No, I wouldn't have so. fooled. That would have been the whole point.
1: <laughs> most of the things you do in your life are to fool me. Yes, so.
0: yeah, it's to to fool you, to
1: hoodwink you, to you know,
0: mess with you. Anyway, uh-huh. I'm Greg. Yeah.
1: A real mess around, Yeah, classic Greg mess around. That's right. Uh, I'm Alan.
0: And we're talking a lot of things today.
1: we got a lot to catch
0: up on. Yeah, yeah. I was, for those of you who uh, didn't listen to an- any, any of the previous stuff episodes? that I was I talking know. about, I was in London for six weeks.
1: Jolly old London! Oh, Kippers and Bits, I do say. <laughs> uh, did you have some Kippers and Bits? I don't know what it is, actually. Mm, kippers I, is a... Uh, baggers and Mash, I have. That's, that's more yeah. London, Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, i had a uh i had a uh, a roast a, a classic english roast dinner mm. on mm. a Sunday at a pub they do that it's fun it's lovely yeah only on Sundays no oh. where you get yorkshire pudding roast beef steamed vegetables and mashed potatoes or roasted potatoes or mm. whatever you know potatoes. standard white person fare topped off with bland boring gravy mm, my favorite <laughs> yeah they uh with no salt. <laughs> uh english food really is the blandest (laughs) (laughs) it is uh i know that's not the the, and that's like the least
1: creative thing to say about english food but it's true i mean they (laughs) they uh they like their food very bland and that's the ways they like it yeah yeah, they're like you know, like it's all. Should we, should we add some salt to this? Like, no, no.
0: Let people add that on their Come own mind. if they want. I'm never gonna like uh, put salt into my. No, ew. <laughs> have food taste more like it tastes. <laughs> uh,
1: so, what's what's some what are some highlights of your trip?
0: Okay, so highlights in no particular order. <laughs> uh, I saw Come From Away. Oh yeah, the Canadian musical. Interesting. <laughs> you see that while you're. Out of our country? Yeah. I saw a witness <laughs> for the prosecution. Uh that was actually staged in London County Hall. Interesting. Which means it was in something of a courthouse.
1: Oh, That's I see. Courthouse yeah, yeah.
0: drama. Yeah. In a found theatre space. Who who was the witness house. for the prosecution? Um it was the um the the, the wife of the accused. Hmm. It was the witness for the prosecution. Was
1: it like some boy?
0: Um uh, I think Primal Fear, but... Isn't there a movie called Witness with a boy? Yeah, it's called
1: Witness yeah, with Harrison so Ford. So I'm, oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking of someone else then. No, you're not. No, like, I... <laughs> 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 it's a movie. No, I know that's a movie. There's a boy in it. But there's... <laughs> I think it's called The Client.
0: Ah, yeah, that's a
1: John Grisham novel. Yes, John Grisham novel made into a movie where yeah. the, the, the titular client, I believe, is a little boy. Sure. Some boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the name of the man. <laughs> Boy's name is Bart. <laughs> the client. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: client's name is Bart. I don't know the name <laughs> of the man. <laughs> um, anyway, witness for the prosecution. Yeah, we Who saw was witness for the prosecution. Who was in it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was it like so people have told gone to fucking London and been like, Oh, I saw Tom Hiddleston. And oh, yeah, no, 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 nothing not, like, sorry, sorry. Like no, London's West End is like Broadway yeah. where you can feasibly see some big name actors. Nothing like that. Okay. Nothing like that. It wasn't a draw, the there wasn't like a it's big like so name. Who's in
0: it? What are you talking about? You want about? me to name the cast list? You're not gonna care. Like I'm I sorry. Didn't buy a program <laughs> for ten pounds, that's twenty dollars here. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, I got yeah. a job. Some places just just d- charge you for programs. That's yeah, crazy. they do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I got a job at the Natural
1: History Museum. That's cool. Yeah. What did you did you get fired? No. <laughs> oh, you're still there? Yeah. <laughs> I could um uh, Are you technically still in the books? I'm still in the
0: books. Cool. Yeah. So I could go back. Great. At some point. Are you gonna? Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> uh it's honestly honestly it's completely up in the air right now. Yeah. I have no idea what's <laughs> gonna happen in my life. And it's uh
1: is that exciting or scary it's or both. Terrifying. Right. It's
0: it's not exciting at all. I hate it. Um, but you know, you know, my, maybe it, maybe it's time for me to grow up and get like a a real job of some kind and stop this whole acting thing. And, you know, um, and uh, probably the uh, the 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 thing that I was most excited about is I got engaged.
1: What? Yeah, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Alan has his head this in. This is hand. how you tell me. <laughs> I'm furious and so happy for you. You want to see my ring? I do. It's right here. Ah, oh, you son of. Did you have it on this whole time? The whole time. God damn it! I'm. I don't. I don't look at fucking men's hands. I had my hand in my pocket the whole time.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm wearing a ring. Listen. Oh, you hear that? You hear that tap? That's the ring. That's the that's the quality of the ring. Yeah, it's silver. <laughs> Congratulations, man. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you very much. Yeah, to Ali, I presume. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Could swerve in another direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could. <laughs> I, I met could, this woman. Well, I and, could stick and move. Yeah. And
0: <laughs> no yeah well yeah we got engaged it's awesome yeah, yeah, it's, thank uh, you thank you very much yeah. um, this uh, this next part I might cut out depending on whether or not you you say yes you want to be my best man 100%
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been really funny I was like oh, oh I kind of got to you know, think about that <laughs> what's the date again oh I'm busy oh. <laughs> you have, oh you haven't set a date yet I'm busy <laughs> Oh, man, that's great. I'm uh, the listener, my my face is beaming. I'm very I'm very happy and very Yeah, this is very nice. Yeah. This is this son of a bitch gonna fucking spring it on me on the air. Yeah. I, of course you are, of course you are. <laughs> it's fun that way. <laughs> it's good radio. It's good radio. It's what can fun. I say? We're happy now. Yeah <laughs> Yeah. Making people happy. Happy, happy, happy the magical man
0: from Happy Land. So it's going to be like obviously we're going to do it like if we want to do the big summer thing. We're yeah, going to yeah. go like probably next year June yeah, yeah. Um, is what we're what we're thinking of um, depending on you know funds and of everything yeah, and yeah. When, when her weddings her, yeah. her classes are finished and all that sort of thing. Um, but
1: yeah, great Calgary in June, yay! Yeah. And everyone is listening is invited. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, you can cut that part out. Um. Sweet. Yeah, that's great. This is gonna be so. Great. That's a yes. I can tell yes. it that you're confirmed. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's you. You have it. Uh, a legal. Is it, this is recorded. Vocal. Yeah. Vocal. Yeah. Vocal uh, contract. Contract. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, now I don't even want to talk about the episode. No, I know. It's
0: <laughs> like. I was like, I was thinking in my mind, you've
1: torpedoed this episode. Should I save it
0: to the end? Should I I do it now?
1: Uh, But you know me. It's like, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. let's let's front load it. I'm like the Joshua (laughs) tree. Uh, It's what we always say about you. Yeah. Uh, Heavily front loaded.
0: (laughs) It's all just fine in the back. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, oh man, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, by the time this episode comes out, mm. it's v- public knowledge. Like, what? But like, mm. you, I imagine you want to tell people as much as possible. So, yeah. I, yeah. So I will keep keep it keep it to my chest. Well, the, until the, you the, know. here's the nice thing yeah. about all of this is that not many of my friends, if any, actually listen to this show. That's true. Yeah. It <laughs> 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 you know will be kind of fun. Is like see how long. After this episode is released, yeah. you can keep it from like a majority of our friends. That'd be a great way to
0: just be like, yeah, to so find out who listens. You'll listen,
1: yeah, huh? uh, we're sneaky. So, we're schemers.
0: So let me see this uh, by this uh, this this thousand listen <laughs> these thousand yeah. listens that we get on each episode. That's not you. <laughs> none of those. None of those are your you. ears. All right. Okay, good to know. I mean, fair enough. If you're not a big Simpsons fan, I I mean, I kind of get it. But listen to the 20 minutes at the beginning.
1: Sure, it's just about our lives. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that most people probably hate. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: well, that was me. How about you? Oh boy, well, (laughs) my life's gonna sound boring in comparison. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I've I've been good. I told. I. I'm sure you've seen. I'm doing a March Madness. Yeah. So that starts today. It was packed. (laughs) It still is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some alterations here and there, just based on like uh, I actually thought uh, the there's this uh, four-day ch- uh, terror movie challenge thing that Matt McKinney uh, and some people are were doing, and I helped them shoot a scene yesterday, so I like performed in, in a couple scenes for the short horror film. And I thought the like reveal of all the movies was tomorrow because I saw the like event there, but I guess mm-hmm. that's when they're all due. Mm. So I had that planned for tomorrow, and then I just found out that's not happening. So I'm like, I need to find out something to do tomorrow. So
0: What is tomorrow, Monday? Monday,
1: yeah. Oh, interesting. Hmm. So if you were not... Leaving again? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say let's play D and d was yeah, yeah. I would yeah. totally be on board for that. Yeah. God damn, <laughs> damn. I just
0: wish I had one more day here. Yeah, yeah. to be perfectly honest, I god I want to play D and D again. Uh, oh, that's a fun one. When I was in England, I actually played D and D as a character, as oh, great. a playable character. That's awesome. Yeah, I was a dwarf. <laughs> I was a dwarf cleric, of course. Yeah, yeah. great. And his name was Molar Filling. <laughs> Um, Amazing. (laughs) But spelt like a Star Wars character. So M-O apostrophe L-A... Of course there's apostrophe. (laughs) L-A-H-R. And then filling F-F-Y...
1: Unnecessary consonants. Yeah. (laughs)
0: L-L-Y-N-G. Ugh. That's that sounds great. Yeah, and so, his um, his, like he he was a he was a war cleric, mm. and he'd like he's been like fighting in the wars for for his entire life. Um, he he didn't want to do that. He was originally uh, conscripted into the wars, mm-hmm. and he took the cleric path. And like they were like, yeah, you got to be a war cleric. You got to go. You got to go fight. And so he's got like this badass shield. I I'm a DM, so I'm like I'm gonna optimize my character <laughs> like. Crazy,
1: yeah. You're like, I know what to do out the gate. So I'm
0: like, yeah, I'm gonna give him a shield. I'm gonna give him a warhammer. His eight, he, his hit points are gonna be 46, but his AC is gonna be 20. Jesus out the gate yeah so he's like impossible to hit and mm-hmm. the thing is war war clerics automatically come stocked with one of my favorite spells spirit guardians mm-hmm. sounds great already yeah <laughs> and so basically you cast spirit guardians and spiritual protectors come up around you and they start fighting people and punching them in the face only my spirit guardians were dentists
1: <laughs> of course they were they
0: were dwarven dentists Uh, Because Moeller Filling originally wanted to be a
1: dentist, like his parents. (laughs) I mean, you name your kid Moeller Filling, you you know what this is going to grow up to be. He wanted to be a
0: dentist, but he was conscripted into the army. (laughs) And he never got his chance. But his spirit guardians (laughs) are dentists.
1: Oh that's great, yeah, I love it. We have fun was this uh so like uh did you like make or are these out like friends of Allie's? Yeah yeah, yeah 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 she okay
0: uh this was like her her like where she originally created Kyler the oh, okay her yeah, yeah. tiefling yeah. monk um and uh i'm I got to meet all these people yeah. they were very very nice and hmm. very very fun to play with um yeah, it was it was a great time. That's I, awesome. I enjoy, We played. Uh, we played twice. I was. A, I managed to go to two se- sessions. I had a great time. That's great. I. I am just. Sometimes I'm so jealous of player characters and mm-hmm. players just being able to just play all the time.
1: Well, then, you know what? Hmm, you you got to come play Dungeons and Flagons sometime.
0: I want to so bad. Yeah. I want to come and like I saw you guys. I saw some like some footage that you took of yeah. it and that you posted of it. And I was like, oh, I'm so for one. I was so glad that you were doing it because yeah. it seems so awesome. And I thought, man, would it be fun for both <laughs> of us to do it? Yeah, and come up with like a pair character. <laughs>
1: be pretty fun yeah. like
0: the like the like the homebrew class that i that i saw like the halflings at a trench coat
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> pretend to be one person one adult or whatever. but only yeah. you know something else yeah yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll make our own thing yeah, yeah. um no because like obviously you know jason memel is like yeah. a big part of that friend of the show and friend of the show past future guest mm-hmm. um and so we have a discord that uh, i should just tell him to add you on because that's how I like. He was just like, eh, like, want to do it sometime. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who are always kind of around, but we're always looking for new players. I was like, yeah, he's and he just added me to the Discord. And one day it was just like, hey, are you able to play this time? I'm like, sure. And <laughs> I kind of just got thrown it because I was like, I don't really, I've never gone yet. I should have. I just haven't been able to. Yeah. But I, I was like, so how does this work? And like, you drink a potion at the beginning, uh, like which is a shot, which you, you know you can just have water. Like obviously they're going to force you to do a shot, yeah. but uh, but you do a potion at the beginning, and then at some point. One of the tables uh, like have little rubber chickens that represent each character, so they'll squeeze your rubber chicken at one point, and that's when the potion takes effect, and they roll a d20, and there's a list of oh, effects. Oh, shit. So my character, for example, very early on, there's tentacles were attacking us, and I went to go attack one, and they did the, ch- the chicken. I'm like, oh, fuck. And, uh, and I got slappy hands. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so I couldn't use weapons. I just had to slap with my hands. And
0: you're a bard, right? And I was,
1: and I was a bard. Uh, and then it was great because then I I rolled a D twenty, a natural twenty on my attack. Nice. So I basically just demolished this tentacle with my slappy hands, <laughs> just like, and like squished it. That's great. Anyway, so it's like, and there's like other. Uh, anytime you roll a critical hit or critical failure, uh, someone from the audience will like roll, like basically find out what happens to you. Like, so they have like audience participation. That's like That's really cool. a lot of fun aspect of it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So. And I was like, man, like Greg needs to do this. Like, <laughs> not only because you have DM experience, and they're always looking for more like DMs, so you can like just do like a one-off, you know, adventure. Yeah. But also, like you said, like I'm like I don't know how often he's actually got to play as a character, so you should play as a character for that. And, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so if anyone out there is a fan of Dungeons and Dragons and live in the Calgary or Greater Calgary area, is that a thing we say? Uh, come to we do now. <laughs> come to Dickens Pub. Next one is March ninth, and uh, I'm gonna be emceeing that one. So okay what does that mean so uh mc is basically more of the crowd uh liaison okay so uh be like telling the crowd what their role is how that works and that kind of and then like anytime a critical hit happens uh, you know i'll come and be like all right so who wants to come up and do the thing that's a great idea takes the pressure off the the dms could just focus on doing the story and then there's an mc who deals with the the audience yeah that's awesome
0: uh march 9th what day is that
1: it's monday (sighs) Yeah, so they're always on Mondays. It's, every, it's one Monday every month. Yeah. Uh, so the next one's in April, I think, te- maybe the 10th, April 10th. If I
0: just have a morning rehearsal, I'm going to come up and, and and just come and watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, oh, man. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, everybody. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's so fun. And uh, we obviously like it a lot, and that's why we talk about it a lot. But yeah. we're going to move on, because we do have a lot more to talk about. We do. We have lots of mail We have, to get we to. have some mailbag that we want to get to, because uh, a lot of people were very, uh, obviously, sending emails in while we had already recorded like 10 episodes yeah. so we couldn't address them but this is nice we get to like clump them all
0: together and do kind of like a half episode half mailbag
1: yeah uh we got an email from joey Jojo shabadoo awesome hi mm-hmm. joey <laughs> happy new year's decade and rest of your life thanks for making the show for as long as you have we all knew you could do it but i bet you couldn't and now owe money to the Kimura. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Star Wars reference? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it. <laughs> Maybe a Mandalorian thing. I haven't watched much of it. Um, do I have to ask a question? Mail seems like it should have a question. In any case, are there any episodes that you like, even if they aren't that funny or are low on the laughs? Can't wait to hear my mail answered in April. Yeah. Huh. Uh, your listener, I wouldn't call us friends. I've heard of you, but you certainly don't know me, so you know Joey Jojo Uh Thanks, thanks Joey Jojo. Um, yeah, any episodes? I mean, I feel like... There are for sure, especially like the ones we talk about, like the emotional ones, you know, um well, they still like, ha- often have a lot of laughs, so it's, yeah. it's not necessarily that sealant. but I think Mother Simpson for me might be when I don't have a lot of laughs that I remember, but it's such a like just that ending, you know, yeah, just crushes me, yeah, it's yeah,
0: it's wonderful uh, the yeah, the sentimental ones really are yeah are are in that mode, um a lot of the ones that aren't super. Super laugh out loud funny, but I still enjoy. Happen in season nine, mm. for me, um, one that that I can that 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 we'll be talking about in in greater detail. But I'll try and remember this little bit is um, Das bus. Uh, you didn't I say that one. <laughs> I'm a big f- I'm a big fan of that episode, <laughs> yep. even though it's not super funny. Sure. What I like a lot about it is just the concept of it, and. I just think it's like, I think the concept carries most of the jokes, even though that a lot of them aren't great. However, I will say, uh, Millhouse is incredible in that episode.
1: It's true. Uh, Milhouse often is a win, uh, in most episodes. Yeah. Season. For me, the,
0: the reason I bring that one up is because I just watched it while I oh, was yeah. in, while I was in London. And cause you know, I bring my hard drive with me and I'm, I got most of the golden age on there. Sure. And I'm just, and guess what?
1: Disney plus hasn't come to. Still haven't figured it to out? To the UK yet. Oh, I see. I yeah. thought you were going to say they still haven't, which they probably haven't, but still haven't done the uh, aspect ratio fix. They haven't. Yeah. However. Disney, if you're listening, and I know you are, stop it. <laughs> Make it the normal 4 by 3 aspect ratio, everybody, the, ma- the way it was meant to be seen. Everybody wants it. Everybody does. Bob Iger? You've stepped down now. I can't remember who your replacement is. <laughs> um, the guy who ran Disney Parks. Anyway. This just happened recently. Oh, Bob agger um, stepped down as CEO. John Parks. Yeah. Yeah. John uh Disney Parks. Parks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His nickname's Disney. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? John. It's <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> He's like, "All right, everyone call me Disney." And everyone's like, "Um, I'd really rather not." That's a he, little. He starts to like, like groom himself and dress like Walt Disney, and everyone's just like, "What's happening?" This is interesting, <laughs> I guess.
0: Uh, another one. I will
1: say, I, I will just say, uh, fly, "Flying Hellfish." I think is is a good example of that. Where a I great concept, and it holds the episode. Yeah, and I, I don't have a lot of laughs for that one myself. Yeah. There, like there are obviously some laughs, but for the most part, it's just like a great adventure episode, and yeah. that's what's really great about it. And I would have to say, um, Lisa's first word.
0: Yeah. Is one of the greats. Yeah, one of my favorites, if not my favorite. We'll all we'll find out in our final ranking at the end of season ten. But
1: wait, Lisa's first word isn't that? Hmm. You say Lisa's first word? Yeah. Isn't that the one in like season four? Yeah. Oh. Oh, so,
0: uh, wait. What were you saying? Our I'm just saying that one, of season th- That one's not like that one. That one's not super funny. I don't think. But oh, it's yeah. also one that I truly love a lot. Um, and when we do our. I assume we're after season ten is done. We're going to do like our final top our top five. fifty episodes yeah. of all time. Yeah, <laughs> that, strap in. That's actually a great idea. Like, I mean, it is, like yeah. top ten, top twenty, top yeah. twenty-five, probably. Yeah, is a, sure. Is a good one. We'll so, figure it out.
1: So full fifty. Yeah, of between the two of us. Yep. Yeah. And those will be from here on, from there on, canonically the only episodes anyone's allowed to watch. That's right. And we have to have a
0: different list of. 20- <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, we can't overlap. There
0: can be no crossover.
1: <laughs> um, we got a email from uh, Rogue, Rogue Snow White. Cool. Uh, I like oh, sorry, that from name Gabby. <laughs> sorry, Gabby. I don't know which one you wanted want us to use. Well, too late now. Well, you, th- your nickname is Rogue Snow White. We'll just anyway, say first name. sure. <laughs> um. Hello, I'm an American teenager who grew up on Modern Family Guy and similar shows, American Dad, Cleveland Show, et cetera, so Seth MacFarlane shows. Uh, some of my earliest memories are watching Family Guy with my biological mother as a really young kid. After she was adopted, I was no longer able to watch uh, what my parents called adult shows. That included a show I really wanted to watch, The Simpsons. By the time I was around 12, I was only able to sneak in a Modern Simpsons episode every now and then. Now, after my family got Disney+, Plus, I started to watch The Simpsons from the very start. After every episode or so, I listened to your podcasts for information I wouldn't know otherwise. I enjoy your podcast and very much and wanted to reach out and thank you. Currently on season four, and uh, favorite episodes so far are Bart the Lover and Lisa's Substitute. Look forward to many more great episodes from the Golden Age. And yes, I also think Algene sucks after watching some modern episodes right after watching Homer at the Bat, There you go. So you'll hear this quite a while from now. <laughs> yep. If you're still on season four. Well, this yep. was in January that they messaged us, so... Quite a while, <laughs> yeah. But thank you for messaging. Yeah. Oh yeah, we always we always love it. And Bart the Lover, what a what a choice. Yeah, absolutely. For your At least it substitute's a, a classic. Yeah. Uh, you know, favorite choice. But yeah, I don't I don't know if I've heard many people say uh, Bart the Lover. No, but I like that one. It's a good episode. Yeah, it's a good like Krabappel Bart story. It's
0: one that gets, I think, forgotten a yes. lot because it's well, it's around a lot of other classics. We got a message from Matt. Yep, it's a long one. Well, check so, out their good mm-hmm.
1: stuff. <laughs> I'll do my best. If there's um, like a question in it. <laughs> he actually said I messaged you on Instagram, but it was too damn long to send there. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> which is yeah, which is great. Um found found us through the Real Gyms about a month ago. Uh have been hooked ever since. Um it's literally all he's listened to and has uh, reignited his love for The Simpsons. Just finished the PTA disband, so mm. kind of hoping he can catch up before we hit the end of season 10. Also not look for looking forward to having to actually wait a week or more for a new episode. Yeah, that's how I have been with some of my favorite podcasts, Yeah, too. me too. Um, he is 26, born in 93. Sadly, was too young to watch Prime Simpsons as it was airing, but the Fox affiliate here in Chicago would run Simpsons in syndication Monday to Friday at uh, 5 or 6, and it was always something fun to look forward to after school. Gotta love those Fox affiliates. <laughs> Truly. Um, yeah uh, the only thing he hated was that they played Seinfeld at 530 which made him despise that show for the longest time <laughs> since I was viewed as just a that boring show that's a buffer between more Simpsons <laughs> but he has fallen in love with this, uh, with Seinfeld within the last few years I mean, which makes
0: sense to me I think it's better to have that than have your rage be targeted at the news
1: yeah that's true (laughs) he's like ah the new get out of here with your information with with your
0: information and And your things
1: we should know as a society
0: that that keeps us informed (laughs) and adults because then you'd end up like me (laughs) yes where you're just like ah, i don't care give me more (laughs) simpsons corona what
1: um too soon yeah (laughs) i mean what what is it now what are they calling it now C-Vod? c yeah, Kovad. They're trying COVID. to like, they're trying to like rebrand it, like COVID-19. they did with Harley Quinn. <laughs> 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 Same strategy. <laughs> the movie's fine. I liked it. I didn't get to see. It. I, I do did want to see it though. Yeah. I just haven't got to yet. It's but, a lot of fun. Yeah. It's
0: the only movie. I'll say this. It's <laughs> the only movie in the Batman-ish universe that yep. actually feels like an Arkham Asylum. That it could exist in that world, okay. Which also makes me feel like, if it can, if if that's the way it is, then yeah, Batman exists, right, in right. this world, yeah. And it better be the right one, like because it can't be Robert the Ben Affleck. <laughs> it can't be the Ben Affleck Batman that right. exists in that in this hyper, right, right, gotcha, hyper cartoony world. Yeah. But it's not cartoony. It's also
1: like it's a cool. Do you think the Robert Pattinson one will be? I actually do. In that in that vein,
0: because he's such a. He's a good actor, guy. Oh, he's great.
1: I just watched The King.
0: Oh, I don't know that one. That's with Tim- t- Timothée Tim- Chalamet. Timothée Chalamet. Yeah, and um Robert Pattinson plays the 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 Dauphin. Mm. And um he's kind of doing a Pepe Le Pew. Interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, not the rapey vibes, but the um the 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 whole it's like he's he's kind of like oh hello you English pig how you say and he's doing that and it's like Ma chérie. Yeah, yeah it's wild <laughs> he's sounds great he's very fun I'm on board
1: uh, the whole movie is a slog until you get to his part um yeah then just kind of some more uh, history with the show I uh, hated the Tony Hawk episode 300th episode um i've yeah fair enough fx did did that every simpsons ever marathon and uh he got to watch a lot of them through that yeah um and then uh yeah he's like ever hasn't watched that much in the past few years but after stumbling upon our podcast binging through almost 100 episodes in less than a month it's reignited his love for the show like the fx marathon marathon did around six years ago so he uh owns the first eight seasons on dvd now and uh now he can finally check out the commentaries, which is I do recommend. Yeah, they're I think great. the commentaries are all very good, even though a lot of them have Al Jean, which he ends his email with "fuck Al Jean" keep watching the skis. Uh, <laughs> um, and he also wanted to mention that his favorite episode is Mr. Plow. Oh, good, which is uh, also an interesting choice, not a bad choice, obviously. But I just uh, yeah, I don't hear many people cite that one as one of their tops. Definitely a
0: great episode.
1: And he wanted to know if we've ever watched Mission Hill, which actually, uh, I believe Miles brought it up on that episode Mm. recently. So this was probably obviously sent before that episode came out, but we mentioned it briefly. Miles watched it a lot. I don't know if you ever watched it. I watched like maybe a couple of episodes here and there. But it was, yeah, it was by uh, Oakley and Weinstein. So um, that's why that's the correlation there. Right. All right. uh, Moving right along. Thanks, Matt. We got an email from John Notes from Brother from Another Series. Oh. He wanted to address a life decision Ezra made regarding swearing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Research from 2015 uh, indicates that a bigger vocabulary of swear words is indicative of a bigger vocabulary in general. While it might be the case that Ezra thinks words he would never say, I would say it's fine to swear like kings. Damn hell, ass kings. That's a good reference to Das bus. Yep. (laughs) And a small omission. uh, Google tells him that the two wines Cecil mentions, Chateau Latour and Chateau Raison-Segla, are both real types of wine, so that's drinks sorted for the next TBN BBBQ. Thank you. Checking Google again, the wine Bob chooses, 82 Latour, goes for about $1,000 US for a bottle, so Ife, get that doctor money ready. He's the doctor. (laughs) If he's willing to provide, I'm willing to imbibe. (laughs) Uh, and he's got some favorite moments from that episode uh, Before he was at Clown College I'll thank you not to refer to Princeton that way Oh, well, it is a Clown College And uh, <laughs> that sounds like the testimony of crazy old Lisa Simpson Yep And Lou, Lou being pro and demoted to sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, next one We're we're coming up We got a couple more, sorry everybody It's a well, long mailbag Don't be sorry it's, I'm not we're, sorry we're,
0: we're doing the mailbag, it's all good what what we're we're here for. I'll even put it in the episode title
1: Great Mason sent us a message. Hi, Mason. Good to hear from you. Uh, his mom got Disney Plus, and we've been watching The Simpsons ever since it first came out. Co-ching. mom used to be a super religious person, person and so never allowed, us, not allowed them to watch The Simpsons. But after losing her faith, she now enjoys the show a lot. Her favorite line is, it just goes through one year and out the other with you, doesn't it, Marge, from <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mix 3? And uh, so they watch season nine together, and she agrees that it is... Bad. Yeah, I, uh, I read this. Don't get me wrong. She laughed or smiled or a joke in every episode. But we had a small discussion after each one. And she agreed most of them felt either out of character or too mean spirited. And her favorite character is Homer. Her favorite episode is Mill Host Divided. So she's got good taste. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> very much. So I believe we'll count that as two columns for me Mason and Mason Mom. That's right. <laughs>
0: I have them counted. Uh, quick update uh-huh. on that. If on, you'd like. yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the spreadsheet? Yeah. On the quote unquote spreadsheet. <laughs> Alan is ahead by one. Oh, uh, thanks, Mason's mom. <laughs> by one. one.
1: (laughs) One. So keep letting us know. Yeah, keep letting us know. If you don't want, you know, if you don't want to be on the wrong side of history, just be sure to vote no on Proposition Season Nine. Good. (laughs) That's a confusing
0: proposition. It is. Yeah. Proposition (laughs) Season (laughs) season Nine. nine, Good. good. Vote yes or no. Vote yes
1: or no. Yeah, they didn't really think that out when they uh, propositioned it. All right. uh, Gabe sent us a message. Uh, he's from southern Ontario. He's been watching The Simpsons for a while. Funny story about the first episode he saw. He's around three to four years old at the time. First episode he saw was The Springfield File, specifically one of the scenes with Mr. Burns as the alien. He was terrified of it as a kid, but didn't associate that scene with the show at all and not really seeing another episode until much later. Uh, he would set a timer on, on the PVR to record rerun, reruns of The Simpsons, mostly zombie or stuff, but some occasional Golden Years episodes. And he's, uh, he says he is in Pro Camp Season 9, Thank you. But I will say, it just makes the cut. Favorite episode is Homer at the Bat.
0: I'll take just. Yeah, <laughs> I will take. You'll take
1: a, a squeak. Yeah, squeak over the finish line. Yep. Because what are we?
0: If like if if I was to deduct every single time that my training wheels came <laughs> off at the finish line, then I would never finish anything in my life. That's true. I barely make it across everything i do just like you stumble over it yeah, and you're like i the, did it like the, i did it the wheels are is, constantly coming off this old rickshaw of a bicycle that i've put together uh i know they're two different things so the metaphor doesn't <laughs> hold together but look i'm just pretty myself the wheels right. All right. they just it comes off at the finish line and i just skid right over it's like my university career and it just happens yeah yeah you know <laughs> You spend five years in a place, and then you take a tennis
1: class and call that a day. <laughs> oh, welcome to our lives. All right. <laughs> Last one uh, that I have. I think you have a couple as well. Um, from Christy, our good friend Christy. Uh, Random thing assembled into while taking a look at the canine mutiny. When filling out the credit card application, Bart lists July 15th as Santos' birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Given the context, this is obviously Bart just throwing out a random date, but she was curious and ended up Googling up if his birthday has ever been officially noted in the show. Apparently in the zombie years, Bart says February 23rd is his birthday, but in Googling, also saw April 1st listed as a possible birth date. The April 1st date comes from Lisa stating her birthday was May 9th and yet another zombie years episode in the show's official Instagram account, and from Bart saying Lisa was two years and 38 days younger than him in My Sister, My Sitter. The 38 days difference puts Bart's birthday on April Fool's Day, which... I'm sure we'll agree, is extremely fitting for Bart. And that does make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only wrench in this is, so it comes to this Simpsons clip show, you'd think if April Fool's as Bart's birthday would get a mention there. Though obviously this can be explained away by the writers just not deciding on April 1st birthday for Bart at the time of the I episode. I also don't consider not canon
0: clip shows canon.
1: <laughs> and for the record, if Bart's birthday is on February 23rd, then the 38 difference would put Lisa's birthday on April 20, or on April 2nd. So, some fun like... That's like uh, on Reddit. The they did the math mm-hmm. uh, subreddit where people do stuff like that. About yeah. What is there? Is there
0: some lint on your it. on your microphone? There screen? might be. I mean, it's it, it spent some time in a sock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that earthy smell. If I'm being uh, perfectly honest, <laughs> I never I, like they're new socks. I, I didn't wear the socks.
0: Um, but I was traveling with my Rode microphone, and so I had to like keep it bundled up because they're very delicate. Mm. So I had the windscreen on top of it the whole time, and it was bundled in a sock. Yeah, I think the people at airport security thought it was a pipe bomb. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and I fooled them. <laughs> uh, so I just want to add to uh, Christy's questions, because she does ask us how uh, Edna and Skinner, what do we think of how Edna and Skinner's relationship played out in the zombie years?
1: Mm. Because she does go on to
0: date Ned Flanders, I believe at some point. Yes,
1: I remember that being a thing. Yeah, Uh, I will say as we are Encyclopedia Companion of All Things Simpsons seasons one through ten. Yeah, posts that were a little foggy because we haven't watched them all. Uh, Yeah, I do remember her dating Ned. I think when Marcia Wallace dies, they're still dating, and so they do. I think they did an episode where, like, that was a thing. I, I can't remember if they like killed her in the in the show. I honestly don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either, but
0: I'm willing to venture out on a limb here and say it's not great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a hot take, but yeah. <laughs> Uh so, do you want to talk about
1: the episode? Sure, we're we're there. We did it. Yeah. We're talking about in In Merge We Trust. This is the 22nd episode of season 8, written by Donick Carey. Directed by Stephen Dean Moore, original air date April twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven, and this is the first credited uh, episode for Donna Carey. However, serving as a producer for quite some
0: time, yes, which is you know good for them. <laughs> 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 you done good. Yeah, you did it. You did it. This is the Listen Lady episode. That's right. Um, something that I that I think we that we've been doing mm. um, is just been going through some of the. Like the, the 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 credited writers mm, mm-hmm. we've been going through their career relative to The Simpsons yep. lately. And I'd like to tell you the episodes so, that Don Carey has he, he does, coming yeah. up. Um Bart Starr, the mm-hmm. football episode mm-hmm. in season nine. Um The Last Temptation of Crust, also season nine, Treehouse of Horror Nine, the <laughs> Hell to Pay episode. Hmm. I like that one. Which is also season, season nine. nine. <laughs> Doan in the wind.
1: Ugh. Now. Just these titles make me like cringe.
0: Yeah, that's not it's not great. It's not <laughs> a great title, I'll be honest. But it's the it's the juice one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. Also season nine. Mm-hmm. 30 Minutes Over Tokyo. End of season nine. End of season nine. And Treehouse of Horror X. I know what you diddly Italy did. So. That's where... That's... Wait, is that it? Uh, that's it. Oh. His, so mostly season nine. His
1: career is over in The <laughs> Simpsons after season nine. Except for the one segment of... Of of trios, trios In yeah. season 11, right? That would be... Because if it's number 10, that's season 11. Is it? Because they didn't do... Uh, yeah, that's one, season one 11. One in season yeah. one, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Season it's 11. It's always one, one, one number off.
0: Yeah. So... Interesting. I think that's an interesting uh, an interesting thing. There's like clearly, if this is his first one mm-hmm. in Marge We Trust, this is his first episode. And a lot of people in what they have to say about season nine is that a lot of the problem comes from the almost in complete turnover of staff, of writing staff. And they bring in a lot of new writers. And this is a great example of that. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean season 8 like we like we know that the that the seasons are made in conjunction with each other because they take so long to to develop. Yep. Season 9 has a lot of seasons. It's very basically a half Mike Scully season and half other showrunners season just because it's in a it's in a weird transition phase and like I'm not going to say that season 9 holds together cohesively. It's a Frankenstein season. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things I think is so fascinating about it and I think Donat Carey is one of the product of that
1: Mm -hmm. because
0: there's a few episodes on that list that i really enjoy i do enjoy bart star quite a bit Mm -hmm. i do enjoy um the uh 30 minutes over tokyo
1: Mm -hmm. uh, quite a lot if i remember correctly now that might not hold (laughs) (laughs) well it's interesting that he wrote that episode and he wrote this episode yes he has a fascination yeah with japan japan yeah uh and also, I was gonna say, like this episode does feel like it wouldn't be out of place in season nine. It wouldn't, yeah. especially with that, yeah, that subplot, that subplot, and also the, like the baboon stuff at the end. Like yeah. that's kind of it's pretty even wild. watching this time, I'm like this is weird. Like it's, it's weird. Lovejoy's kicking some baboons off a train. What's happening? Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you what do you think about the episode in general? You know,
0: I like this episode mm-hmm. quite a bit, even like. Some of the things that you probably heard uh, heard us talk about over and over on this podcast is when the A plot and the B plot are like oil and water mm-hmm. and they can never really mix or form a or form cohesion, and the only time that they ever do is when the family's at dinner mm-hmm. then they kind of update each other on what's going on and this happens in a lot of The Simpsons episodes going back and back and back and it's basically like just just two ships passing, mm-hmm. and they have nothing to do with each other. It just gives something for the other Simpsons to do. However,
1: the Mr. Sparkle subplot is super funny. It is pretty good. Yeah, I think it's. I think I like the B plot a bit better than the A plot. Myself. You can
0: get away with
1: uh, w-
0: with completely. Um, juxtaposing A and B plots mm-hmm. uh, not juxtaposing, that means they have something to do with each other in some way or shape or form and you can see comparisons. No. You can... Um, <laughs> Alright, college okay, degree. <laughs> I got it. You can get away with completely incongruent uh, A, mm. and B, A and B plots yeah, if they're both really funny or if the A plot is compelling and the B plot is super funny. Yeah. One of those things, you know? Like if the B plot is there to inject humor... I actually think the a plot is quite funny in this one, mostly because Lovejoy is is Lovejoy's a a, a good a good guy. Yeah, he's quite <laughs> a excellent. good character. He's quite excellent. excellent in this one. Not yeah. my MVP though mm. of this episode. interesting. Yeah. So is it the baboon? <laughs> it's Frank Welker. No. <laughs> um. Um. So yeah, I I actually I, I I do I do like it because there's a lot. There's a lot of laughs in this episode. Most of them do come from Mister Sparkle, yeah. but there's a lot of laughs that I remember just sticking in my head. Mostly like Ned. Mm-hmm. Ned's very Ned funny. That sounds good. Yeah. Like and and having it revealed that that Ned does get on a lot of people's
1: nerves, even the ministers. Like that's funny. Well, it's it's nice to see uh, Lovejoy when he first arrives in Springfield. Yeah. Before. And just like so like cheery and like oh rap with me brother you know like and it's like yeah that's like who he should be yeah as a minister right and the fact that ned is like the reason that just like tears him down to the point where he's just like i don't give a shit anymore one of the great
0: lines in 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 this episode is finally i just stopped caring yeah luckily it was the 80s and no one (laughs) noticed (laughs) yeah that's a fantastic line It's a great joke.
1: It was also like the the precursor to that too, where it's like it it was the '70s, the '60s were over, so people were ready to feel bad about themselves again.
0: Yeah, (laughs) '60s were long over.
1: (laughs) It's very funny. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, so I I I do like this episode. It's it's definitely one of those ones that yeah that feels weird. I always uh, I actually always remember that Mr. Sparkle is the B plot for this one simply because I like so easily correlate the moment at the end where the Japanese tourists like see Homer and go, Mr. Spocka, Mr. Spocka, And he goes, konnichiwa. That was like a joke that stuck out to me so much as a kid that like, and I, n- I remember they were at the zoo when that happens. So I always correlate the baboon County with that moment. So I al- it's always easy for me to remember. Which episode Mr. Sparkle is in.
0: It's absolutely impossible to see where this episode is going (laughs) when when you start where it is and when it ends up in Baboon County. Yeah. However, I think this is a I think this episode belongs in the golden years Mm -hmm. because it doesn't have a badger plot Mm -hmm. and it easily could have. Yeah.
1: So easily. Yeah, it starts with an itchy, itchy and scratchy cartoon, which we agree is not a badger plot. It's just it is filler. Yep. But it's like it's welcome filler. I on Springfield, like that's the way to start your episode if you need to add something in the beginning. Don't make a badger plot. Yeah. Um but then it immediately is like, we need to go to church. And yep. so that kicks off, you know, Lovejoy being boring and <laughs> and the and Marge volunteering. Yeah. Which is also a great moment where he's like, I don't see you volunteering to help. All right, I will. Mm. Wasn't prepared for that <laughs>
0: It's like he has nothing for her to
1: do. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> she scrubs so pigeons love, out of the organ. I love how like shitty he is at first, where he's just like, "I don't see you." Like he's so like snarky about it, and she's yeah. like, "Okay," and he's like, "Ah, oh, f- damn it!" He's filled with snark. He does yeah. not.
0: He's he's very constancy. He's very apathetic. It's sweet constancy. Sweet. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's such a great moment because you obviously fully expect him to just go, Dough. Right? And the fact goes, damn it! <laughs> like, so loud. <laughs> it's so good. The whole it's and we know that it's because it's swearing in church. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the worst thing. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. And Lo- Lovejoy is just like trying to move on past it too. Like he doesn't even, you know, he's he like, starts uh, anyway, his sermon again. <laughs>
0: What a guy!
1: What a character! Yeah, Reverend uh, Timothy Chalamet Lovejoy. This is his
0: official middle name. Yep. So we didn't really
1: we've we've never really gotten to know him
0: that well. I think the most we've seen of him before this is Bart's girlfriend.
1: Yes, that was probably the most, and then the second most maybe "Mailhouse Divided." Yeah, just at the dinner party. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, it's like he's just the church guy. Yeah, yeah. So this is a, a nice. Uh, episode where he's featured, but it's not one of those like I don't know Bumblebee Man episodes or it's a Disco Stew episode where it's like it's a it season eight choice. So yeah, it's a season eight
0: choice to focus on different characters, but secondary. still keep the
1: family in their in their orbit so that we're still with the family. The
0: family is almost always the inciting incident in the secondary character stories, mm-hmm. and we see them. From the perspective of the family, Mm -hmm. like even *Millhouse Divided*, you see it all from the perspective of Homer
1: and Marge and Bart. Never, Lovejoy doesn't have a (laughs) coat. Should I let him in?
0: (laughs) So I help myself to some of the nicer umbrellas. (laughs) I don't like having to steal coats (laughs) from the church donation (laughs) bin. Sweet sweet Jesus. (laughs) Great episode. What a great episode. It's so good. Um, (laughs) But that's that's how The Simpsons, when they explore secondary characters, do it best, is through the
1: eyes of the family. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, why is it The Simpsons? Yeah. You know? And that's, yeah, that's like a lot of the Krusty episodes. Best when it's related to Bart in some way. Yeah. You know? I don't want to see Krusty just doing his own thing, doing stand-up again.
0: Like, it's interesting when... (laughs) uh yeah save it
1: <laughs> save it for the debate i will yeah <laughs> just want to get that dig in there yeah thank you just cuz you mentioned cuz that's one that this guy wrote as well yeah anyway. yeah yeah he did he did <laughs> um,
0: that that episode i will admit the family is very shoehorned in it's it's almost like it it would be better if they weren't yeah
1: yeah <laughs> if it was like a very special episode yeah. the family doesn't appear it would it would be yeah, better it'd be interesting
0: mm, so <laughs> like uh, one of the one of the better like the the better version of the Last Temptation of Crust is Crusty gets canceled. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. That's that episode. Yep. And it's it's a great episode. That, that episode rules. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, God, that's another one I just rewatched. It's that one is endlessly rewatchable. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love that one so much. Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson's so great. <laughs> I gotta lift this uh, Buick Skylark over my head,
0: <laughs> and he just sings while doing it. <laughs> it like flips it. Yeah. <laughs> Holds it up one and hand. When I was a
1: kid, I thought like he was a superhero or something. I was like, I don't know who Johnny Carson is, and he's throwing a car around. No, I, he must be a superman. Yeah. Some sort of a no, no, I'm not I'm not Superman.
0: No, I'm not Superman. <laughs> I just own an RV. Uh, so have you
1: ever gone to church, Alan? Uh so my family was never churchgoers. Yeah, me neither, um, which I thank the Lord for, yeah. every day, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> Not the Lord, sorry. So
0: it's it's it's, it's interesting world. relating back to Mason's email about mm-hmm. his mom, where they were like she was religious and didn't allow for the Simpsons
1: because of that, I guess. Yeah,
0: I think that's a I think that's a it's an excuse that a lot of people make. It's like, well, I'm religious, so you can't watch The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Like, have you, s- you've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the only shows, one of the only primetime television programs where the family, the featured family, goes to church every, every Sunday, Sunday, every single Sunday, so much so that they hate it as much as you do, mm-hmm. but aren't willing to admit it. Because mm-hmm. in the seedy part of your brain that goes to church, you know that you're just going there to hedge your bets.
1: <laughs> it's spiritual insurance guys <laughs> which as we all know is a form of gambling it is give it up it's a sin <laughs> see what's how it? I got I, there? What's, I'm getting a news alert on my phone massive uh, amounts of people withdrawing from church forever
0: <laughs> we did it we did it <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I went to church a couple times with uh, f- like childhood friends though, because like their families would go to church, and I'd you know have a sleepover, yeah. and then the next day'd be yeah. like, we're going to church together. I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Ruins uh, it's ruined Saturdays. Yeah, it's come on. And it ruins Sundays. Yeah. you so. have a one. It's, uh, I, I, and like <laughs> that's another that's another Homer line in this where I'm like, oh, you're the best. <laughs> <It's> like, the, <laughs> he should have made the week hour, been an hour longer. Why was God? God. It's so good. <laughs> He's so mad! Yeah, oh, lousy god. <laughs> it's just so. It reminds. It almost reminds me of the of the Chris Farley no yelling on the bus. <laughs> it just gets redder and redder. I'll turn this bus around. damn bus around! I swear to god. <laughs> and them coming home in the like the most joyful moment of the week. It's the longest time before more church. It's like. That seems so real. Yeah, yeah. And she and like they're not wrong. It's horrible. Yeah. The sh- the episode does r- a really it's great job. It's an to, obligation. Yeah. To show mm-hmm. how it's an obligation and yeah. and to and like uh, you you do truly see why Marge wants to make it different because mm-hmm. she believes in this sort of thing. She thinks it does her family good. She thinks it's the right thing to do. And I I, I respect that if it gives your life direction and meaning. But don't go because of guilt, guys. Yeah, because you feel you have to. Yeah. It shouldn't be an obligation Mm -hmm. to go to church. And I think Marge recognizes that. And it's one of the things that the show is constantly presenting. I wouldn't have... I I wouldn't be so against church if it was, if it was like, if it was what it was uh, advertised as. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's not. Mm. So I am against Mm it. Um (laughs) if it was a if it was a place for for people to come together and to and to give themselves some sort of meaning but for and it is for for a lot of people but that's not the way it is for a lot of people mm-hmm. so the show has been from its inception chronicling the family's uh relationship with god and the institution of church in general
1: yeah. I mean Homer the Heretics obviously the early example of that. Yeah.
0: And they constantly uh-huh. constantly do it. They uh, throughout the whole golden years. It it just is remarkable to me that 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 parents of our generation and I guess from the next generation or whatever mm-hmm. were like you can't watch the Simpsons because god because right, right. church yeah. because values. Watch an episode of Friends. Yeah. The show I was allowed to watch instead of The Simpsons. Uh huh. What the fuck? (laughs) Bunch of 20 somethings fucking each other.
1: That's my church.
0: Constantly. <laughs> they 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 have a they have a show. They have they uh, an entire plot of an episode of Friends revolves around Joey and Chandler getting free porn. It's, true. And it's just odd in the background. Yep. They have a they they watch a movie called Goodwill Humping. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. It's, it's a funny name. But it's the show I was encouraged to watch when I was in grade 3. Yeah. And not allowed to watch The Simpsons until I was like, "Come on."
1: Mhm. What are you doing? Uh, speaking of friends, uh, friends trivia <laughs> next Wednesday. <laughs> that was seamless. Uh, M- March 11th at uh, Dickens Pub if you want to come out and test your knowledge. Seamless. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those plugs, baby. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. <laughs> oh, you're coming to Lethbridge, aren't you? I am, yeah. To see our uh, mutual the, friends the, the, the James, The James Wade. Yeah, we should yeah. do some podcasts while we're there. Okay. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that that would save me a trip. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing all this. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm going to do some Y Academy while I'm there right. too. Makes sense. Yeah, um, and we'll do one. We'll have the cobbler back.
1: Oh yeah, the cobbler. Yeah, that'll be fun. I have to listen to that again. Yeah, I remember what I said. What your deal was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Improv, baby. It's um, fun. It's. Fun. <laughs> uh yeah. What else? Anything else you want to say about this app?
0: Um sure. Let's let's talk about Mr. Sparkle a little bit more. That's yeah, that's yep. Good yeah. good call, yep. Yeah. <laughs> we should uh Fishbulb. We should talk about fishbulb. <laughs> so there is a plot uh-huh. where they go to the dump. Mm-hmm. They take the Christmas yeah, tree back. Christmas trees are the dump. Have you done this? Did you? Did you ever? I've never been in the dump. Either. No, really. I used to
1: do this exact thing. I, a lot of people did. I, yeah, I've heard. Of, yeah, a lot of people go and I went picking. You know, go scrounging. Yeah, for things. Who's up
0: for some scrounging? People throw away perfectly good half of basketballs. <laughs> Even if there's raccoons in them. Yeah, I really wish they would have done a better run of jokes right. on that of the I, stuff they're finding. It yeah. was definitely more like, like the one, two, three wasn't funny enough for me. They, they,
1: they settled they settled on the like the animal attack. Yeah. Instead of like Not more, more two funny animal objects. attacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: A rat and a raccoon. A rat and a raccoon. Come on, guys. Together at last. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I agree. Uh yeah, they could have the so much perfect comedy opportunities.
0: Yeah, I wish it yeah. went on a little bit longer and they yeah. had a little bit more to do with that sort of thing. Uh however, it does lead to the discovery of the fish bulb, Mr. Sparkle. And the the existential descent that homer goes on to discover. i love his reaction oh yeah you know great. like
1: his initial re- is like what is, what, why is my face on the blog? like he's so, so weirded out yeah. um i mean i was you thinking about be. the well i was thinking about this like it only works as a plot because he's a cartoon character yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. i was trying to think like how could you realistically have like your face for example on th- and then be like oh, it's a mixture of this thing and this thing and like they go together and you're like oh yeah that's Greg's face it's like no like it still look weird <laughs> like if you put a fish and a bulb together it's not going to look like a human head <laughs> no <laughs> no it's not. also what a weird like
0: it's an interesting lampshade that's not really a lampshade <laughs> yeah yeah but when you think about it it is it is
1: yeah and it's just weird to think that this company not only did this like it was two companies together so they took their logos and merged them and were like that looks like a person so let's make it a c- character that's what Wayland utani did <laughs> yeah that's true um but yeah just the fact that they chose to also like highlight that in their like informational video yeah or in the commercial right that makes sense to me does it corporate synergy (laughs) i guess so they're
0: they're very happy about it yeah yeah also it's japanese it's a different culture
1: i feel like a lot of corporate logos though they don't want to give away their quote-unquote secrets you know those like secrets about like wendy's has mom in her collar yeah fedex has an arrow Uh uh-huh that's it <laughs> That's was the only two, uh, but even like m g and uh, Homer's hair, Homer's oh yeah, hair, yeah, you know, yeah. like no one's like it, they put it there as like as as an Easter egg, yeah, and I almost feel like it would have made more sense if the fish bulb was an Easter egg, well, also it's
0: you know it's Japanese it's different culture, that's
1: true, maybe they want you to know what are you, any plans for the summer, hmm. <laughs> I am disrespectful to dirt. Oh sorry, I'm saying things from the commercial,
0: (laughs) right? I am disrespectful to dirt is so great.
1: The commercial is brilliant. Join me or die. What what else can you do?
0: Yeah. I have no room for loafers. (laughs) I accept Mr. Sparkle's challenge of dirt.
1: It's great. Um, that's where Japanese commercials are crazy.
0: That's where most of our guests in the in this yes. episode are. Yeah, is that commercial?
1: Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about them? Sure. <laughs> That's a great idea. I mean, because the, the, there's some interesting ones that I actually wasn't fully aware of uh, until researching it for this, for this purpose. Yeah. Ditto. And uh, so, Mr. Sparkle is voiced by S- uh, Sab Shimono, who I don't know super well, but he's a big character actor. Uh, he's uh, he actually started on Bro- in broadway. Yeah. And uh has been in dozens of movies and TV shows and character roles. Um some movies he's been in include Conan the Barbarian. Oh wow. Uh Presumed Innocent, wow. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. The best one. Oh <laughs> <Just> my god. <laughs> do you remember? Oh, do I? <laughs> I know exactly what you're about to say. <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> Years. Maybe a decade now. We were in university. Yeah. We, and our friend Kyle Collins. Yeah. I'm going to call him out right here. Yeah. Never guest. Nope. Of the show. <laughs> never past nor future guest. <laughs> Will not be asked on. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm sure if it works out, we'd love to have him on. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, He did a uh, Ninja Turtles marathon. Yeah. And we the, were the very, very excited for it. Yeah. Very gung-ho. And he kept insisting... The third one was the best one. Yeah. And I was like, you're insane. <laughs> when was the last time you watched it? And he's like, I don't know, when I was a kid? I'm like, exactly. It's a bad movie. You're going to be so embarrassed when we watch it and everyone is falling asleep. So we watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1. Great, Great movie. movie. Great movie.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a very good and movie. And it holds up. TMNT2 Secret of the Ooze it's fun. is fun, not good. Not very good. It's not a very good movie. The, there is a noticeable dip in quality and filmmaking prowess yes. in the oh, movie. Yes. But it is nothing oh. compared to the exponential drop off that is TMNT3 Turtles
1: and Tie. <laughs> the thing is I'd one in, one in, number one especially yeah. very good uh, creature design from Jim Henson's Creature Workshop. Also great cinematography to hide any seams. Yes.
0: It is a dark
1: movie a dark for movie a reason. On purpose. And number two a little bit less quality costumes but like it also adopts more of the cartoons vibe where it's got the more cartoony feel Yeah. whereas the first movie adopted the comic vibe which is a bit darker and a bit less if uh, you're goofy.
0: not, If you're not into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the second one's harder to watch because it's got the dance and like vanilla ice and like you mean easier to watch so that's the best part of
1: that movie <laughs> <laughs> it's less of a movie go ninja the, go ninja go yeah the the second one's less of a movie more of a marketing it's a green tool. machine gonna fight town without being seen <sighs> you right. ever seen turtle get down no okay uh <laughs> <laughs> what's the next line Let me...
0: <laughs> i have to know the next
1: line i can't remember oh, i know i'm, so... <laughs> I'm so sorry but I was just thinking that'd be really funny if he says that line and someone in the audience goes, No. Do <laughs> you ever seen turtle get down? No. Tell me. About and he it. just stops. Oh. No, I'm interested. <laughs> I thought this was like a call and response. I'm on board, Vanilla. <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> My boy. Mr. Ice. Mr. Come <laughs> back. Dr. Ice. <laughs> anyway, all I was going to say is uh, creature design's great. First one, okay. Second one. Third one, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> they look like scary robots. Yeah, they are scary robots. <laughs> they are scary robots, but they look like them now. And I'm like, I don't like you. Please get, please stay away please from me. Please leave. Yeah. And they bring Casey Jones back, but like, does nothing. He just sits in the basement the whole time. It's fucking a travesty. It's a terrible film. It's Elias Catias. It's a great character actor now. They have no idea what they're it's doing. Zodiac.
0: Yeah, he's great in that movie.
1: Anyway, uh, Three Ninjas Kickback. <laughs> it's also a movie. The Three
0: Ninjas, really? Yep. It's
1: Waterworld. Oh, yeah, he baby. plays Elder. Okay. I don't know that movie, okay. so I thought maybe that meant something to you. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I think that's a, like a several people. Mm-hmm. It's like a crowd it's a, scene. It's something. a place, not a people. It's yeah. people, not a place. Uh, it's both. Damn it. <laughs> Dryland. Southland Tales. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Old dogs oh. <laughs> he's starting to take a dip. Wow, <laughs> I mean he's he's working. Yeah, he's working. It's good to know. Uh, his most recent film was The Watcher in 2016. So not the what? Not the no, Keanu Reeves no. one. Oh, where Keanu Reeves was blackmailed. Was, was forced into <laughs> making a movie. Uh, it's a it's a horror film about a young couple who, after moving into a new home, find themselves being terrorized to leave. So it sounds like a. Bad movie. Well, pretty normal horror plot. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you something. Have you seen the Keanu Reeves
0: Watcher? Now? 100%. I saw it in the theaters. Did you? Yep.
1: I remember going Spader, out Reeves
0: immediately w- Tomei. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the above the title, guys. Yep. Now, <laughs> I remember going out as soon as it was on DVD because it was R-rated and I couldn't mm-hmm. go see it in the theaters. You mm-hmm. uh, were a wee lad. I was a wee lad. And picking it up. And immediately rushing home and throwing it in the DVD player, I was like, I gotta watch this, this. Okay. Scott, the watcher. It's got Reeves in it, yeah, because uh, he he's was, watching. He was my favorite. He was yeah? my f- after he's, the He Matrix, was your number one. Hell oh yeah, yeah, I guess
1: yeah. That's yeah, that makes sense. Hell
0: yeah. yes, I was a thousand percent for Reeves, and that that was why I was like Devil's Advocate, more like the Devil's uh. me. I'm into it. <laughs> I would watch anything Reeves I could get my hands on. I was like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Uh, You're telling
1: me he's the advocate to the devil? Um, yes. uh, that sounds
0: great. Because like, I watched The Devil's Advocate the first time for Reeves, not Pacino. No. That's how yeah. into Reeves I was. <laughs> you got to see that Reeves. He was great. Was he was popping. He was great. He's yeah. still great. And then he went away for a really long time and didn't make anything really good until, of course, John Wick and we're all back on board the Reeves train. Um, I mean, Counterpoint, something's got to give. He's great
1: in that movie. And something seen, something did have to give. Have
0: you seen Constantine? I have, yeah. It's so good. I think it's great. That yeah. movie's great.
1: You got you got Reeves, you got LaBeouf. You got Honsu. <laughs> That's right. Digimon. You got Digital Vice. Monsters. <laughs> you got Swinton. <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, she's like Gabriel or something. Stormare? Sto- Peter as the, Stormare. As the devil. Man, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was the devil. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a great one like one scene that yeah. he has. It's so so good.
1: Uh, Who's the better devil? Al Pacino, Peter Stormare mm. or Will Smith? Oh, from Winter's Tale. Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> hey everybody if you've never seen a winter's tale guess what will smith's in it he plays the devil <laughs> it's in one scene but it's insane they never advertised it <laughs> i went to watch the movie thinking all right here we go like this is gonna be you kind went of a- saw that movie i <laughs> no. i saw it on i saw it at oh, home sorry i okay. went to watch it okay. I, I meant like okay. i was preparing to watch it myself like you
0: were the one <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> I was the one ticket please They're like really um no i i sat down to watch it and then I, uh, it, will smith shows up and i'm like huh huh no, nah, no, nah. no. What? And I start like looking it up. I'm like, yeah, that's him. Like, it's so weird. It's crazy. Anyway. Uh, so your question to me? Was, yes.
0: Who was the better devil? Mm-hmm. This is this is related. This is religious. Yeah. Uh
1: <laughs> Just lucky God isn't here. Uh, that was a weird scene. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of that scene. No, me neither. Because uh, none of them are there's real. Some, there's some funny bits in it. I think. Yeah. I, I like know. the like, pants. That's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> that's funny because he like says the whole. I like how they're all dying horrible deaths.
0: Yes, that's a f- that's, that's that's my very, favorite.
1: That's very church. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite bit.
0: Um, also, this one could of the be you, kids. Bad with the church mm-hmm. and celebrates fear-mongering martyrdom. Yep. So, um, my favorite devil,
1: honestly, has got to be Pacino. And is that I know I gave those three mostly as a joke, but is there a different one that you can think of who like a, a person who's played the devil on the screen that? is maybe your favorite ever? I mean... <sighs> I'm trying to think of other devils. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of it. I'm Tim Curry to... and Legend. It's not really the devil, but... <laughs> uh, uh, and also, no. <laughs> uh,
0: that's a that's a great question. Um, that's something that I've never actually thought of. Who is the best devil in cinema history? Like, because I, I really... I know this might be a really, really unpopular opinion, but I find Al Pacino's performance in The Devil's Advocate fascinating. I love it. It is an eleven from the start, and it doesn't give you like the movie is is built to make you it's built in like a potboiler paperback airplane novel way where it's like, is this guy the devil? Uh-huh. That's the structure of the movie. Yeah. But the and way that go- Pacino's playing it is, I'm
1: the devil. I'm clearly the devil. <laughs> and I wonder. I mean, I don't know. Is it based on a book or anything? No. You know? No. It's okay. Oh no, so, no, no, no! It oh, is. Sorry, it okay. is. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Because I was gonna say, like, I wonder if they shot the movie. They wanted the devil re- to reveal to be a surprise, but then they're like, guys, Pacino's just playing the devil. <laughs> we can't stop him. <laughs> just call it the devil's advocate. Just lay it out there right away. He's the devil. We all know he's the devil going into it. It's not a surprise. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I just found uh, actors who have played the devil. Oh, yes. Thank you, internet. uh, Number one is Peter Stormer. Uh-huh. Number two, Al Pacino. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Number three, Mark Pellegrino in Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah.
0: The show that um, brings everyone together.
1: And then there's Tom Ellis and Lucifer, also a TV show. I guess there's more TV. Tim Curry from Legend, mm-hmm. nailed it. Yeah, the the guy Jack who- Nicholson in the Witches of Eastwick. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> not, I never saw it. It's not interesting to me. Viggo Mortensen in The Prophecy. I never saw that. Maybe that's the Christian Christian, um, uh, Christopher Walken movie. I think. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Keep going, prophecy. I think so. Anyway, sorry. tell me more. Uh, tell me more. Gabriel Byrne and End of Days.
0: Oh, of course, of course. Not great because he's Gabriel Byrne, mm-hmm. and not a big fan mm-hmm. of him. He, I feel like he has one mode.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Usual Suspects. Yeah, <laughs> that's his best performance. <laughs> that's his best performance. <laughs> uh, Dave Grohl. Oh, of course, and Tenacious T in the, the Pick, pick of, of Destiny. Destiny. Yeah, might a, be my favorite. <laughs> that's a fun one.
0: Honestly, I don't think his performance in that is as big as Pacino's. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Like, especially in the last twenty minutes
1: of The Devil's Advocate, I n- never see. <laughs> if at some point at the end of The Devil's Advocate, Al Pacino started playing drums. And sing, I'm the devil, I love metal. I'd be like, Yeah, okay. This is another place. <laughs> it, fits. it fits, it's
0: crazy.
1: That's a movie where you're like,
0: I don't think he was listening to the director, mm-hmm. or the director just didn't bother. It's like he's gonna do what he's gonna do. Yeah and the well, I think the like I know this is like I'm a big stan for the Devil's Advocate honestly mm-hmm. I think it's a great film. Yeah.
1: Uh Max von Sydow in Needful Things? Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Elizabeth Hurley in Bedazzled. Bedazzled.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Perry. Very nice. No.
1: Brendan Fraser? Yeah. My bad. <laughs> oh, with the other <laughs> one. Matthew Perry was in the other <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, a different Elizabeth Hurley yeah, one. Yeah, with Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh Peter Fonda in Ghost Rider? <laughs> Oh, yeah! That's fair, yeah. Oh, Kieran Hines, also
0: Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wait, they changed the devil actor in number two? Oh,
0: boy. They change everything. It's a soft reboot. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's a Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro in Angel Heart. Didn't see that one. He looks insane. Uh Tom Waits in the Imaginarium <laughs> of Dr. Karmasis. Oh, he's great. so good in that. that movie oh my god. I think you'd actually really like I it. I probably would, yeah. Um he's so good.
0: That that's that's probably number two for me. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Tom Waits is a perfect devil.
1: Just like Pacino. He's like
0: so unim like like the, the stature is so unimposing. That's the whole idea.
1: There's a bunch here that I've like not even bothered talking about because I don't know the actor or the movie. Right. Um, but that's that's pretty much it on this list
0: I think it's an untapped and right in if you think you know a better devil <laughs> I think it's an untapped
1: role in a lot of ways yeah like I think people are scared to make it happen yeah I mean not many people have played God either that's yeah that's what I mean I think in general like creating actual characters based on religious figures unless it's a religious movie like Passion of the Christ or uh, Last Temptation of Christ anything with Christ really yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um it's like yeah it's very un people are don't want to do like a devil's advocate. People don't want to yeah. do like a even dogma like Kevin Smith of course did it but
0: Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Like very good choice. very
1: but, and like that movie got a lot of criticism because yes, it good. had religious things in it. So Man. it's just it's just like a hard thing for Hollywood to to lean into, into green light yeah. and to greenlight. Shit about cowards. <laughs> Fucking cowards. You hear me,
0: Hank. Simpsons has been doing it Hank for Hank Hollywood.
1: Years. I know you're the one who runs it.
0: Let's um <laughs> let's talk about our episode MVP. Okay, is that the order? <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> let's let's do that. I just can't remember. Then go on the reference desk. It's been a while.
1: Uh, yeah, I think uh, Lovejoy is mine.
0: Mine is Harry Shearer. Okay, yeah. I'm going he's, out he's going because out outside he, the box because he does Ned. He, he does... does Ned. He does Skinner and he does Lovejoy and it's a good Skinner moment. He does several scenes, just him as well, like the Skinner on the phone and yep. the Ned and him on the train. Mother,
1: mother's gone too far. <laughs> Put a car- cardboard. Cardboard a piece box. of cardboard over her half of the TV. We watched a man without a face. I don't even know the guy had a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, great line. Yeah. And I'm not
0: principal of the line. Mother. Yeah, oh, that's very good. <laughs> and you never, never will, will be. Never will be. That's, <laughs> that is, I mean, that is a Simpsonsism that that's a bleed over yes. into life. Yeah. yeah. Which I think when you're waiting in line for for movies or mm-hmm. anything to get snacks or anything mm-hmm. like that you say that oh yeah i think if because i I have that yeah even movies alone a lot yeah and i just say it to myself yeah and (laughs) someone's like excuse me Mm, nothing nothing i'll take my crappy sponges (laughs) thank you
1: i'll say it like if we're uh, yeah if we're out if i'm out somewhere and it's not even a line necessarily but i'll say i'm not principal of the blank yeah you know and then, depending on the compatriot I'm with, might say, "You know, and he never will be." In a little moment, yeah. It's We're both the, like the same show.
0: It's the Lisa needs braces into a yeah. crowded room. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, great. Reverence desk. Maybe it's a short one. Uh, the issue in scratchy cartoons called Deaf Comedy Blam, Instead but Deaf def Comedy Jam. Yeah, and Deaf is spelled D E A F, uh, of course, because his ears get deafed.
0: He ex- heads explode. Yep, <laughs>
1: that's how sound works. Uh, Mister Clean is a kind of an inspiration for Mister Spakula. They're both b- bald, bald, and Mister. Yeah, um, and corporate logos that are capitalism. Did you hear about Baby Nut? Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: something that happened while we were <laughs> while I was away.
1: Have you like have you delved into it at all? Yeah, a little. They're trying so hard, and like and no, like and I hate it. Yeah, it's bad. It's very bad. This is about all I want to talk about it. That's fair. Yeah, I'm so mad about it. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. It's so stupid. Yeah. There's actually a very good video though uh, on YouTube about like the history of Mr. Peanut. Yeah, and how he kind of started out as, um, like a a stand-in for like the rich. Like that's why he's you know top hat cane like that kind of thing. And there's like old comics of him like. Like whipping slaves and stuff like that. Like, of course that, you there know, is. Yeah, American history is just littered with garbage. It's
0: a, well, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. Human history, I should say. It's a nightmare dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. That we've been, uh, we've been not looking at for mm-hmm. too long. Yep. Um, and, uh, the, the longer you don't look at it, the longer you think it, everything's fine. Yep. And, um, and then, then, then you, then you vote conservative.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, this year's gonna be interesting. Woo-hoo! For America. Uh the other one was uh, at the zoo. There's a habitat for huge manatees. Yeah. Which is a delicious pun. <laughs> <laughs> On habitat for humanity. I think that's funny. Uh and then finally the conquest you know of the county be, of the apes. I'm gonna punch up this
0: joke kay? right here. I never do this, but um, you know, it would be really fun if it was habitat for hue. H U G
1: H manatee and it was just
0: one manatee it's,
1: it's a manatee named Hugh yeah <laughs> it is funny it's less funny as a sign gag though it's more funny if they d- draw attention to it and we get to see Hugh manatee yes yeah it's funny it's it is funny yeah I'm not going to lie <laughs> it's funny um, and then yeah uh, conquest of the county of the apes of course reference to the conquest of the planet of the apes of course which is a movie. I think the fifth or fourth in that series, the original series that yeah. I didn't realize had like 20 of them. It's, I think there's six. I <laughs> yeah, think I there's it's six. Still like five more than yeah. I thought there was. <laughs> there's six
0: Planet of the Apes movies all starring Roddy McDowell.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's the only carryover? Heston didn't come back for any? No. Because, <laughs> I mean, because they blew it up. Damn you. They're maniacs. They're all maniacs. So, favorite joke? Uh I think my favorite is when he goes to the library. We we have the exact okay. same favorite joke. Go ahead. Like a phone book for Hokkaido, Japan, please. Here you go. First of all, that's funny that it's just ready to go. Yeah, that's funny. Just you know, similar to the uh perfume in a man's hat single plum. Yep. Funny, just funny when something weird is Here you go. Yep. But then can, thank you. Can I use your telephone? Is it a local call? Yes. <laughs> It's a great joke. <laughs> so we don't have the, oh, the same joke. Y- yours
0: is the next one. Mine's the rake joke <laughs> in the, end the I thought it might be. He dials. I looked it up 19 times. <laughs> and I just love the animation. <laughs> he looks at the at the phone book and back to the phone every time. Yep. Every single time. Time. He has glasses on, and he's, "Oh, yeah, it's so funny, and like the the librarian is looks over at him, and it's like clearly knows that he's using it, and It's just like oh, I've then then just leaves, and Homer looks over at the librarian where he used to be and just like keeps going <laughs> <laughs> It's such a funny rake joke, yeah, it's it, very good it's yeah. it's a great joke. um I'm glad we had two different ones because that first one is excellent as well. <laughs> it's the best run in the episode, yeah
1: yeah that little bit there is so good yeah <laughs> um oh we didn't finish talking about the guest house i just realized oh that's right um i just wanted to mention the the other one the other kind of main one that uh that i think is interesting um watanabe yes uh get a watanabe yeah as a factory worker so like he's the one who's you know uh let's chat why not yeah yeah uh i mean a lot of people probably know him as <laughs> Long Duck Dong. Really? In the 1984 film Sixteen Candles. Oh, t- sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's one of those things. It's, I, it has to work. And it's, you know, at that time they're like, ah, it wouldn't be funny if there's an Asian character who had a funny name and then he just, he just acts Asian? The whole comedy
0: that's that that was easy yeah that was that's how they wrote comedy i don't think john hughes actually wrote that character i think he came up with a name (laughs) and was just like now be asian that was his thing 100 and and this guy's like what do you mean what do you (laughs) what do you mean be it's like you know asian come on do the voice (laughs) you uh,
1: oh boy here we go
0: because like what's his story
1: uh, long duck dong or no 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 no, no. <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm like I haven't seen that movie All right. Watanabe. I s-
0: <laughs> the human well he's
1: he's a he's an actor and a comedian uh, he uh, he was in Broadway uh, he's in the original Broadway cast of Pacific overtures which I didn't know mm-hmm. I don't know what that one is um, but of course in the 80s many of his roles were caricatured East Asians with heavy accents though he himself does not speak Japanese <laughs> um cuz i believe he's born in yeah in uh utah
0: ogden utah ogden, utah
1: so that's you know what just a, the fuck, a another little, little little peek into how a lot of casting worked in hollywood and still does a lot of the time um but i mean like he was in uhf for one f- for, Weird
0: for one okay good on you for managing to work mm-hmm. through yeah. that era You know, like you got to work yeah. if that's what you want to do. And those are the only roles that they're offering you. Unfortunately,
1: you're going to take them. And he does do his best. Yeah. Because Uh, he is funny. I would say he's, for me, best known as the voice of Ling from Mulan. Okay. Um, If you don't remember Ling, he's the the taller of the three pals that Mulan befriends in the army. Mm. There's Ling, uh, Yao, and Chan Po. Is he in the sequels? He is in the sequel. Nice. <laughs> There's one sequel. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, which is a nicer like that character is. I mean, they all speak English in that movie, so that you know helps in that sense. But they yeah. also like none of them are doing a stereotypical Asian accent or anything, yep. which also mm-hmm. smart helps. smart move by yeah. <laughs> by Disney in that sense.
0: Well done, Disney.
1: Yeah. You you you, you just you barely cleared the <laughs> fucking bar.
0: You, you cleared the incredibly lowered bar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, no, I thought that was interesting because I, yeah, I uh, know him from Mulan, but I didn't know the <laughs> sixteen candles thing, and I didn't realize that was the voice actor who does this factory worker in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, and then of course Frank Welker, you mentioned already, but mm-hmm. he voices the baboons. Yes, he does. And he does a great job.
0: He does all the time, every single time. <laughs> you can always count that. on Frank Welker. He's great. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. We did it. Oh, oh. Well, so something that I wanted to mention. Uh-oh. Um w- first thing, uh Ali and I watched Paddington 2 in London. Um he uh w- it was um Ali's first time watching it. Um and this is this this was post me saying it was the best movie of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um and being like basically I have to be a super stand for this guy for, for for Paddington. It's not hard. He's such oh, a good he's, bear. He's a very
1: good bear. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and uh watching it with Allie was like watching it for the first time. Aww. Uh she cried five times yeah. in the movie. It was uh it was just It's just so wonderful. lovely. It's such a lovely Guys,
1: film. even like watch Paddington 2. Just watch it. Watch the first one too if you want. Like it's great too, it's but, a good movie. Yeah, it's but a you really don't need movie. to. No. no. Paddington 2, like he's a bear, he's living with some folks. <laughs> yeah. And they have an adventure and it's, yeah. just, it's just so charming and so lovely and I just miss movies like that that are just like just people are nice it's and it's such a nice good. movie
0: <laughs> it's such a nice movie it's just so nice even the villains are nice
1: yeah i mean there was that joke about how the you know all the best picture uh, noms or not all of them most of the best picture noms are all about like men f- killing each other you know sure and i'm like paddington 2 though could throw that why, one in why there. didn't why didn't that get a best picture now? you know you're all you're all cynical. idiots cynical. <laughs>
0: And Paddington will show us that he's not.
1: Yeah. So the last
0: thing is we never talked about the Oscars. Oh yeah, we didn't. No. Speaking of, yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. Uh, it was great. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Did you watch him like in London? Did you no, wa- no. It okay.
0: would have been three a.m. Oh, yeah, had I wasn't sure I had what to the, go to bed. Yeah, what the time?
1: Yeah. <laughs> But so did you just read the results? I just read the results yeah. and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Um yeah, you know like I did a I did a thing at Dickens where people would fill out ballots yeah. and you know that kind of thing so that was fun and I definitely went was on the train of 1917 probably going to get this picture. And like it's not undeserving. No, I actually I saw it after that and I actually really liked it. But And
0: but honestly, I'm so glad it didn't because now people can lay off of it. True. Yeah. And just be like, "Oh, it's actually a great yeah, movie yeah. directed by a very great director uh who has and shot by an incredible the best the cinematographer b- working today. The best <laughs> cinematographer alive. And we can just appreciate it for that. It's yeah. like it's honestly kind of like that uh, like it's like Moonlight, mm-hmm. where like thank God it didn't win because it's it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's it and, it, and it's really good that it didn't win Best Picture. Not Moonlight, La La Land. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? I'm set, I mean, are you I'm, doing a bit I'm doing the of the? Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing the thing. Wait a minute, it's La La Land. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad that that didn't win right. because it's like yeah, it's a good movie and yeah. we can stop hating it. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it's there's there's so much like whatever wins best picture whether you agree or not there's so much just like automatic it's not the best picture you know like it's just that's that's the attitude that with every was. single one I mean I thought so too but you have a lot of people on the other side who are like what Paris well, like most you know of those people are standing for Joker mo- yeah most people are idiots <laughs> <laughs> and Their opinions are wrong, even though they um, do. The,
0: they they cover very similar themes, and Parasite does it very, very well. And oh, you Joker, mean like with
1: subtlety and like nuance and intelligence, and uh-huh. not just like, ah, society. Am I right? Bang! <laughs> Shot him.
0: Shot him in the head with a <laughs> with a red paintball.
1: Yeah, got him, got him, guys. And then now everyone will rise up. I'm gonna smile and gonna put a smile on my he face. He walks with, away with, with the blood.
0: trophy. Yep, he did it. He did it. He did it. Joaquin
1: he got four Phoenix. trophies. Oh,
0: Walking Phoenix has so, to-
1: <laughs> bong. Wow, Bong was the real winner oh. of the night. I th- I still think so like the the other thing I really loved about it and I don't know if you saw this but like his first win that yeah. night, he was just holding the Oscar and admiring it. He was so happy. Yeah. And he and he, I think that's like what I've kind, kind of kind of like and Joaquin Phoenix I think is a very good actor, but like it's that difference to me where like he saw this as a moment to do a political, th- you know, like to to like I have the um, soapbox to yeah to say what I want now, and I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna be very serious about it. And Bong Joon Ho was just like, I just love movies, and I'm so happy that I, like this movie that I made has gotten like you guys like it too. Like it's just it's so earnest and so lovely. He had a very, like I don't know if you saw any of his speeches. I recommend watching them, um, because like there's also a nice progression where like I think after the second win, he was like he's like thank thank you I'm gonna drink all night, <laughs> and then he won again, and he's like. I thought I was done. I th- I thought I I was I was good. I could go start drinking. He's like I I won't I won't stop drinking until the morning or like something like he's yeah and he's just like going on and on about it. And anyway, there's just something really really charming about it. Uh, when he won best director, he uh, specifically like called out Martin Scorsese, saying like he studied him in film school, and like it's and he was just like so incredulous that he's. He was not only nominated alongside of uh, alongside of him, but like could you know could be counted among his peers and and uh, true like that's true honor yeah and
0: he's he's clearly humbled yeah. incredibly by the experience mm-hmm. which is which is awesome and the fact that a that a that a subtitled film won mm-hmm. a, a a far east asian
1: subtitled film. One. the so the first oscar they won was the first oscar south korea's ever won now they have four now they have four <laughs> wow well it's technically yeah the the because the best foreign language goes to the country that's right uh so that one is for south korea <laughs> i do like that they changed yeah. the name of that international right, best feature. international feature now yeah
0: um because that means canadian english language films can be counted all right, let's get to work. <laughs> Among that, uh, well, th- just because
1: before yeah. it was only Quebecois films, right? Yeah, yeah, that
0: yeah. that could be truly nominating. Like, oh, That's English.
1: That's you can't have that in this no. this category. Yeah. yeah, but now they can. Yeah, if it's if it's made outside of uh, the United the States, USA, yeah, or Britain, probably mm-hmm. they probably won't
0: nominate. because like, then you could technically nominate 1917. I guess yeah, for international.
1: But it's I, I think it's less about. Um, where it takes place and more about the money where the money comes from yeah yeah that's so true I, I don't think main... Britain financed no, 1917 no, so yeah no.
0: whereas um the movie The True History of the Kelly Gang is an Australian film that mm, just came out one. it's a like it's a big Australian western so that that's that, one could, that, that could work yeah, yeah that was like I think it was British money and Australian money mm. that, that funded that one Um I'm excited to see that actually mm. Russell Crowe's in it
1: oh yeah fighting yeah Fight around, around, around the world. world.
0: <laughs> what an old reference. Yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I associate him with. I did see Brad Pitt's speech. Yeah, I liked that he was the one who won for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and nobody else. Uh, production design won as well. Oh, sorry, that's yeah. great. I'm glad they did yeah. too because it's mm-hmm. great production yeah. design. Um, but like, I don't think I think Leo was great. Obviously, I wouldn't have given him an Oscar for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's got his. Yeah, QT also has his his yeah. Oscars. Like yeah. you don't ever need you to give need him another more. one. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a good. That's sp- the rule. It's a good script. <laughs> Oscars. Always give it to new people. Yeah, it's a good script. He's got two though. Yeah. So yeah, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. His career's good. Fine. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad Pitt won. Yeah, me too. He had a banger year. Yeah. For one. Yeah. I and still didn't
1: see Sad Astra, but sad
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to paraphrase what Camille isn't he, isn't he sad about his dad Astra yeah, his, his dad Astra very nice dad Astra very
1: good very good sad dad Astra, at, at Astra where Brad Pitt is sad Astra about his dad Astra <laughs> and oh. it's not too bad Astra <laughs> Jesus Christ stop
0: that's amazing I love it <laughs> But I haven't seen it, but I, I've heard it's very yeah. good. I'll paraphrase what Camille said about it. Um, wow, that was fucking boring.
1: <laughs> cool.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to watch it on the plane.
1: Yeah, but then I was like,
0: I don't want to watch this on a plane. <laughs> I have a big screen TV at home.
1: Oh, I thought maybe because it was like in a spaceship.
0: Well, that. But like, would also- you ever watch
1: Sully on a plane? <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, of course. I would watch Sully not think so, they. I, don't I, think, think, watch I think there's a actually plane. a rule
1: where they don't have any movies that have any plane crashes in they, their prob- selection. That's probably a good I rule. A, I think that's a rule, yeah. The
0: thing is, though, I would watch Sully on a plane.
1: Also, the thing is, it's not a plane crash. It's a controlled water landing. Forced water landing. Yeah, on the Hudson <laughs> River. The Hudson, yeah.
0: Of course. I've never seen it, and I want to see that Greg. forced, <laughs> forced <laughs> water landing. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> that's why I would watch it on a plane. I don't care. I want to see that forced water Sully landing. Sully Sullenberger. He's a hero. He's I, birds. I believe you, but I don't know. I believe you, but I need to see it to believe it you truly. You haven't seen it. You I haven't know. seen The Miracle on the Hudson. I know, but you know what I did watch on the plane? It was Million Dollar Baby, mm. because fuck me, right?
1: Because <laughs> Clint Eastwood's did that one, too.
0: He did. He did do that one, and um, it's sad. It's too sad. It's a very sad film. I never want to watch it again. Um, but it does have an incredible piece of music in it, the uh, Blue Morgan guitar score. Mm. Um, that Clint Eastwood wrote.
1: By Eiffel 65? Yeah. The Clint Eastwood
0: wrote it. Eiffel 65 performed it. It's very confused. What's it, call, what's
1: it called again? <laughs> blue Morgan. Um, <I'm> Blue Morgan.
0: <laughs> and, I can't do it. I can't do it.
1: And we're... And we're out. <laughs> we're running on fumes here. Um... Well, that was a good bookend to to this episode. Absolutely. We got some life, real life stuff at the beginning, and we got our bullshit movie talk at the end. Damn right. <laughs> so everyone can s- skip the beginning and the end if they want. <laughs> We've got all the episode stuff right in the middle. It's the best. And some devil stuff. Anyway, yeah. uh, I guess that's it for now. Yeah, we'll sure be back is. next time with uh, Homer's Enemy. Oh, yeah. Special episode. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. And you can email us at the Hammock District on 3rd at gmail.com. Numerical 3. And Patreon. That's right. We mentioned it at the beginning, but we have our uh, Spider Man 3 commentary. Just, all three just of got them. dropped. One, yeah, two, all of them have dropped now. So if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, two bucks a month, you can listen to it all. And that one
0: features Camille Pavlenko. That's right. Of the Cinevals. Listen to that podcast over on the Boathouse Studios feed and Y Academy season four coming this month.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much to all of our listeners, everyone who writes in, everyone who subscribes. We love you all very much. And remember keep watching the ski.
0: I'm getting married. Yay.